Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and this morning we have some very special guests coming in. First up, we'll be speaking with Liz Fox, the founder of an organization called ASAP. As you can imagine, this is a group that helps animals and does some pretty impressive humane education, too. Then later, Lee Connolly will be dropping by to tell us about a very fun upcoming event that will benefit the pets of the Irvine Animal Care Center. All this and more are just on the other side of our break, so stay tuned to the Pet Place Radio Show here on the best news and talk radio station in Southern California, KGIL, AM 1260 and 540. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt, and right now I'm thrilled to welcome Liz Fox, who joins us now from a really wonderful organization called ASAP. Good morning, Liz. Good morning. How are you, Marie? I'm doing well. Okay, ASAP, what does that stand for? It stands for Association to Save Abandoned Pets. And, of course, uh, you know, there's an urgency to it, so I I like the the, uh, ASAP aspect of it. I think it will give people an understanding that uh, uh, it's urgent. Yes, absolutely. So do you um, rescue animals from high-kill shelters then? How does that Uh, work? Correct. Uh, Basically, uh, uh, we try to... uh, uh, get people to adopt instead of buy pets. Okay. And uh, we have a website that, and we direct people to uh, adopt from uh, any of the L.A. shelters. And uh, we also try to work with people who are about to take animals to the shelter so we can uh, you know, find homes so the before they actually go into the shelter. So okay. uh, we do both of those things. Uh, you know, we have a website that actually links to the uh, animal shelter, uh, Los Angeles Animal uh, Services, and uh, this way people can actually uh, search the Internet, search the w- website there, and find uh, wonderful adoptable cats and dogs. And, oh, wonderful. Uh, so that's what we, we try to do. Uh, we have a newsletter that we send out uh, that has pictures of animals that uh, need homes and, uh, you know, t- trying to get people to understand that uh, all these beautiful, wonderful, loving animals are available and right. to adopt rather than uh, to buy. I I must say that uh, just on AOL uh, yesterday, I was, or a couple of days ago, I was looking at this article. They said, uh, um, you know, they had hints on how to live to be 100 years old, and one of them was buy a pet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going to write to them and say, you know, please don't say buy a pet, say right. adopt a pet. You uh-huh. know, there's a big difference. There and, sure uh, is. I must admit, when, when I, uh, years ago, uh, I did the same thing. I bought a pet. I bought a Cocker Spaniel for my daughter when uh-huh. she was young and, you know, turned out to be a wonderful pet. But now, you know, having seen what I've seen and, uh, you know, seeing what happens at the shelters and so on, I just would like people to understand, you know, cross that buy out of it. You right. Know, and just there are adopt. plenty of pets already plenty there. Plenty of pets yeah. there. Uh-huh. And, uh, I mean, I get so many emails and phone calls about, uh, you know, uh, animals that are either on the street or their owners pass away or, you uh-huh. know, all kinds of things happen. And there are so many wonderful pets that are either at the shelters or 
about to be taken to the shelter, so, uh, you know, don't buy. <laughs> you know, I think one of the problems is a lot of people have a really strong reaction to going to an animal shelter. It's just so institutional, and the animals are all in cages, and it's really it difficult to spend some time. It's very depressing. I know. That's actually how I uh, started. Uh, years ago, uh, I had no idea that what happens at the shelters. And uh, as I said, I, I had a store-bought pet myself. But mm-hmm. uh, one day I found a dog on the street and uh you know not knowing what happens at the shelters I took him in mm-hmm. and that was my first exposure to actually what happens to <laughs> to animals and I saw all these animals in cages I realized that you know the word shelter doesn't mean that this is a sanctuary where they're going to yeah. be safe uh and you know within a couple of days animals actually uh are euthanized can be euthanized mm-hmm. and and so uh uh and and you know I saw these like one big dog was uh uh, attacking a smaller dog in the same cage because, like, there's six or seven of them in one cage. And, and so, you know, I was just shocked to see all these things because, right. you know, and normally when you go out, you don't see dogs roaming the street or not often. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so anyway, I decided uh, I was going to try to do something, and I started to uh, uh, talk with rescuers. I uh, had some interviews over at the animal services uh, to see what I could do and how I could help, and uh, so that's basically how I started. And and when and was this? How long have you been doing? About that? five, six years. But you know, the thing is, I kind of uh, work uh, as I can, uh, as I find time, and basically that's you know some of the stories with the other volunteers too. So, uh, but I'm trying to establish it in a way that um, even when I pass away that hopefully it's going to continue. I've set it up as a nonprofit organization and I've kind of uh, uh, whatever is left when I pass away hopefully is going to stay with the organization. So I'm hoping that uh, even when I'm gone there will be a little organization that works to save animals and until we're a no-kill. I would love to see Los Angeles as a no-kill city like San Francisco. Oh, it's so, so <laughs> hard. I mean, there's so many animals and the shelters are just so overwhelmed because people won't spay and neuter their pets. Correct. Um, I had I was at my vet and I was sitting next to a gentleman and uh, he had a really beautiful little puppy and I said, well, are you ready to have the, the spayed? He said, no, no, I can't. I'm not going to have him spayed. And, and uh, Actually, I'm sorry, it was a he, so I don't want to have it neutered. Mm-hmm. And I said, why? He said, well, you know, this is God has given him this you know, this is a gift from God to, to you mm-hmm. know, and to take that away from a dog is not fair. And I, I was dumbfounded. I'd never heard of this, you know. Wow. And people have all kinds of reasons for uh, not uh, not staying and neutering animals. And you they know, just, just don't realize that that, uh, that gift that he's talking to <laughs> is going to result in a lot of future generations <laughs> yes, of animals being destroyed. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's incredible. So, uh, But one of the things we try to do is um, actually... Uh, um, uh, work with cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to. Um, I've worked with an organization uh, named uh, Stray Cat Alliance, and uh, oh, yes, you know been them? On the show. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. They've been on the show with them. They're a great group. And uh, you know, for example, there's in Culver City. There's a, uh, a there's like an oil field back there, and there are lots of uh, stray cats. People. I don't know how it starts. Maybe people dump their cats there or something. But there's like a huge. Uh, a Colin. population column there, yeah. and a friend of mine actually uh, lives there. And you know, we tried to we go, we went and got all the traps and set the traps, and you know, took a whole bunch of them to the 
to the clinic that uh, Christie's organization uh, okay. does. Um, so had them spayed, neutered, and brought them back. But the thing is, there's so many of them that oh, it's, yeah. it's a non-ending uh, process. So And more get dumped because you're right, word spreads that this is a place you can take your cat if you don't want it. Yeah, well, anymore. I hear from people, people get I I don't want to... to Give people ideas, but people apparently go dump them on the on the uh, uh, dams and the, in the desert and so on. People just do the stupidest things. You know? Yeah, you're so, being very kind to people. I have much harsher words for people who do that. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you have to realize that then there are also some people who are really nice, and I know so many dedicated people who spend their time, their money, mm-hmm. and these are not wealthy people. They're just people who work all day and then. You know, uh, volunteer on weekends, and uh, so you, you know, know that's the nice thing about doing this show is I've met so many nice, dedicated animal people on this show, and it yeah, really so, uh, restores so my faith somewhat. That's right. There are some some people who are uh, uh, who don't understand, I think, mm-hmm. what what animals really uh, uh, how wonderful they are, and and so that's I think. Uh, Hopefully, there are enough good people to make up for the <laughs> for the bad ones. <laughs> now, now, how many people are helping with your project? Well, it depends. See, what happens is that um, uh, we're basically project oriented. Like, if I if we have a party of going on, there I have more volunteers, about ten, twelve people working. And then after, when that project is done, then sort of people disappear for a while, and then we come up with another project. So it kind of depends. I don't have. Uh, uh, you know, I, we don't have a staff, so I would say we have maybe four or five volunteers who work on a relatively regular basis. But uh, actually, uh, you know, it's it's project based. Okay. And one of the things we like to do, in, and uh, we've been able to raise some money doing that, uh, is organizing parties. Oh, uh, yeah, we know. I'm a member of the uh, Pacific Mariners Yacht Club, uh-huh. and so we're able to get the facilities over there. <coughs> excuse me, and uh, uh, we get a band, and you know somebody volunteers to cook, and uh, you know well, we we're able to raise maybe thousand dollars or so at these wow. events. So it's kind of fun. So um, you know, if people want to uh, get involved, I like with hearing that, about creative fundraisers. That sounds yeah, neat. it's a creative. And what I do in those things, I actually uh, print out pictures of animals at the shelter mm-hmm. at that time and post them, and uh, you know people then actually see. Uh, what's at the shelter, but of course, you know, people who come to these parties, uh, you know, they are <laughs> they actually are people who are already aware of the situation. Yeah. So I'd like to uh, expand the uh, networking to um, to new people as well. So sure. uh, uh, you know, I'm always trying to get new email lists and new people to uh, to talk to because you know, after a while, you, my email list gets saturated with people. I think they all have five pets. So. Now, in, in the years that you've been doing this, you've probably had lots of pretty uh, emotional success stories. Um, what's your very favorite success story so far? Well, uh, well, I'll just talk about some recent stuff. Uh, you know, they're they're all good. I mean, there's really, uh, but for example, just recently, I was able to place a pit bull. Uh-huh. And uh, that, to me, was great because, you know, pit bulls are fairly uh, difficult to, to place, and uh, somebody left a pit bull in, in an apartment here in the Marina del Rey, and uh, uh, they moved out and left the dog in oh. the, in the and uh, somebody saw, uh, one of the neighbors saw that, and um, uh, 
called us and said, you know, what should we do? And uh, the apartment manager apparently didn't want to do anything because the apartment was paid for the month or something, I'm not sure. Uh, so we actually had to sneak in and <laughs> get oh, <no>. this dog <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh And I really had never been with a pit bull, so uh, and this was a uh, new experience for me, and I had to keep the dog with me overnight. And mm-hmm. she was just the most wonderful dog, and, and she was just licking my face you and know, so on. You know, most pit bulls are big sweethearts, and, and they just have a bad reputation because... Um, you know, they get adopted by people who want bad dogs, and they basically, their bad personalities rub off on the dogs. But if you have a good person who properly socializes a pit bull, they're the sweetest, most fun dogs, I think. You yes. just have to know what you're getting into yes. ahead of yes. time. I agree. Um, let's uh, give out your contact information so that if anybody okay. wants to help uh in your cause, they can get involved. Okay, I would. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to give my cell phone number so uh, people can call me directly. Wow. Uh, that's 310-633-1191. Okay. So, uh, you know, I would appreciate hearing from people, anybody who would like to volunteer. We have, I mean, anybody with the, uh, any skill uh, would be very helpful. So there are all kinds of opportunities. Uh, and you have a website also. We have a website also. Uh, the website is asap okay. nokill dot org. So it's kind of long, but asap uh, nokill dot org. Yes. Very good. And uh, and uh, yes, and uh, there are various forms there. Wonderful. It's a great organization. I'm so glad you were able to join us today and tell our listeners about ASAP. We have to take a quick break now, but we'll be back in just a moment with Lee Connolly from the Irvine Pet Partnership here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Joining me now is Lee Connolly from the Irvine Pet Partnership. Welcome, Lee. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm really happy you were able to make it here today. Yeah, so am I. I know it's a long trek from Orange County. Yes, well, when you have to walk, you have to start out early. (laughs) And you made it here by 7.30 a.m. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Tell me something. Uh, the Irvine Animal Care Center, is that a city-run shelter out there in Orange County? Or is yes. that a rescue organization? No, it's a city-run shelter. Okay. And we uh, rescue and deal with about uh, maybe 3,500 animals a year. Oh, wow, that's a pretty good amount of animals. Mostly yeah. dogs and cats? Rabbits. Okay. Uh, we've had snakes and lizards. Okay. And gerbils, you know, you you name it. Gerbils, oh yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we do have some uh, farm animals there, but they're not they're not put up for adoption. Now the the Irvine shelter is really a very very pretty shelter. It, when you walk in, it looks like a park rather than the traditional um, cage type of shelter that most people imagine. Yes, it's on about five acres. Oh wow. On the uh, what used to be the south end of Irvine, now it's about on the center east side of Irvine. Irvine's uh, getting pretty big these days. Yeah. Lots of development. Yeah, and uh, we started out with uh, getting about 3,500 animals, but we are also taking in animals from Costa Mesa at the present time, so oh, okay. we expect those numbers to increase. 
Well, I know last time I was there, I saw lots and lots of kitties at the animal shelter. seems like as soon as uh, I walked through one section, there was a whole other section of um, temporary cages for the kitties, like they're coming out of the walls practically. Well, they are coming out of the walls. (laughs) Uh, When the shelter was first constructed back in the 70s, it was built with the idea of probably dealing with about maybe 30, 35 cats at a time, you know, and there was a se- there's a separate dog building. Mm-hmm. Well, there were times when we would have empty cages for uh, out of the 35. Now we've got 300 cats. Wow. How do you manage 300 cats? And, well, Marie, that's where the extra cages come in. Oh, no. And, and do you have volunteers that also do foster care? Yes, we we have volunteers that do foster care, um, including the director. He takes home a cat or two and does foster care. But uh, when you've got that many cats, the staff becomes overwhelmed. So you fall back. Yeah, you fall back on uh, your volunteer base, and we're very lucky in Irvine to have a very large volunteer base for the shelter. You know, that's what I have noticed when I visited the shelter. Um, The volunteers wear uh, red T-shirts or red sweatshirts, and they're very, very noticeable. And there are lots of them. I mean, I see them out walking the dogs, playing with the kitties, um, getting involved in the pet adoption television show, and doing all kinds of really fun things. Heck, we do all kinds of things. And I've been been cleaning cat pans at 9 o'clock at night. (laughs) Well, I suppose that's not the funnest thing in the world to do. <laughs> hey, if you don't like dirty cat pans, then it is a lot of fun. But I bet you probably get a really a lot of satisfaction over the kitties that get adopted. Oh yes. Do you yeah. do you help people with that also? Uh, as a volunteer, I don't. I I found my niche, you know, and that's what you have to do when you go to volunteer for any organization. You have to find the thing that you enjoy doing, and once you find that then you'll discover that you end up staying with the organization longer just because you found something that you like to do. Okay, so they they do they are pretty um flexible in what volunteers can do. So they're not going to make a volunteer do something that they're not really comfortable doing that. No, they're not slave drivers. Okay. No. <laughs> now, is there some kind of training? Yes, there is training. As a matter of fact, uh we have training on on a monthly basis. Um, so you can't just go in and say, I want to volunteer today. You have to go through the official training and learn all the safety rules and all the animal care rules and make sure yes. that you're safe and the animals are safe and everybody's happy. Yeah, the first step is to is to find out when the training is going to be, and then you come down and go through a class. Okay. And after you go through the class, you're given the opportunity to, you know, to make the decision on whether you want to continue past that point or not. Because it's a huge responsibility. Yeah, it is. Uh, we have the, we ask our volunteers to make a commitment for the first six months of eight hours a month of volunteer work. Uh, it can be, you know, all eight hours at one time, or you can spread it out over the month. But uh, it will help demonstrate and help you understand what the commitment is to being a volunteer. Okay. And whether you want to continue with that or not. Okay. I've and noticed there are some really loyal volunteers at that animal shelter, though. Well, some of the people down there have been there for 20 or 25 years. <laughs> yes. 
there are way past committed volunteers. That's amazing. That, I mean, it's so hard for organizations to get volunteers to begin with, but somehow Irvine managed to catch some really good ones who really stick it out to thick and too thin. I think it has to do with us being so close to the former Marine Corps Air Station, you know, Marines, commitment, you know, oh, that type okay. of thing. <laughs> you must be a Marine. I'm getting that feeling. And golly, are you? <laughs> <laughs> now, the shelter has a, a pretty fun event coming up. Yes. I, I've heard tell. Can you let us know a little bit about that? The 7th Annual Pet Trek. Oh, wow. It's coming up on September 27th. And, and what is that? Petrek is a fundraiser for the shelter. It's one of the major fundraisers. And we, uh, it's basically uh, you go out and get solic- you solicit uh, donations, and you bring your dog, mm-hmm. and you go on a walk. And you've got uh, two lengths to choose from. As in California, we don't specify the distance. We specify the time. Oh, wow. So you've either got a 25-minute walk or a 45-minute walk, maybe an hour. Okay. And, uh, well, how does that work? Um, do you go, like, for 13 minutes and then you turn around and go back to your starting point? Well, I, technically, <laughs> technically you don't stop at 15 minutes and turn around and go back. It's just it's an, it gives you an approximate idea of how long your walk is going to be. You can okay. make it as, as fast or as slow or as long or as short as you want. But the idea is to get you out there and... And actually, you get to see a lot of different dogs. You get to see a lot of happy people relating to their dogs. It's just a fun event. Are some of the people who join the event people who have adopted pets from the shelter? Yes, uh, most of them are, uh, but that's not a requirement. Okay. But uh, we've had dogs being walked. We've had dogs being pushed in doggy carts. It's uh, it's fun. (laughs) It's just a lot of fun. Okay, so what somebody does is they um, they contact the Irvine Animal Shelter, and, and how do they do that? I guess we should let that you cat know. out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, the cat shouldn't be in the bag. Okay. <laughs> uh, you go to uh, www.irvineshelter.org, and there is a PDF version of the Pet Trek form there. You can download and print it out. It'll give you the instructions, and it'll give you a place to write down the people uh, that have said they're going to donate to your walk. Okay. And you turn the form in with your uh, donations on the walk day, which is the 27th, or you can mail it in if if you so desire. Okay. So you go out, you find people who will sponsor you on this walk. You go and you have a fun day meeting other people with pets who have the same passion as you, take a lovely stroll on, it's a Saturday the 27th? Yes. And what time does that start? It starts at 9. Okay. Uh, pre-registration starts at 8. Okay. And you get to walk through the beautiful city of Irvine. And and is it in a park-like setting? It's in Woodbridge Park. Okay. Which is near the intersection of Barranca and Lake. Okay, and all of that information is on the website. Yes, and there's a senior center there where you can park. Oh, good. Uh, There are no senior events going on that day. Probably some seniors will be out walking their dogs. Okay. (laughs) Um, And are there any other activities? So when you're all done walking, is that pretty much it? Everybody says, see you later? Or are there some little events that go on after the trek? No, there will be some vendors there uh, that will have some goods 
that might interest you as far as dogs are concerned. Okay. It's not necessarily a uh, for cats or rabbits. You wouldn't bring your rabbit out for the walk. <laughs> uh, Unless you pushed it in a baby carriage. All right, you could. Of course, that'll make the dogs around you want to walk a lot faster. Yes, it will. <laughs> You'll be followed. Uh, and my cats would freak out if I took them over there. So I, okay. We won't be going, but I, what I might do is print out a picture of one of my cats and put it on a stick and then carry it around. <laughs> so you are going to walk in the pet truck then? Yes, I've already solicited uh, donations from two of my friends. Oh, wow. So now, can you take one of the shelter dogs with you on the walk, or well, prob- is that allowed? Well, heck, you know, I don't see why not, but... Uh, We'll find out. Yeah, and then you could tell everybody this one's up for adoption. Right, you could do that. Yeah, I bet you'd get it at home really fast. Probably would. Well, it sounds like lots of fun. One more time, let's give the website address for people who are interested in participating. www.irvineshelter.org Okay. Well, Lee, the Irvine Animal Care Center is a facility that is very near and dear to my heart as you probably figured out. So I'm so happy you were able to come up to KGIL today and talk about it. We need to take one last break, but we'll be right back on the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 1260 and 540. Don't go away. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I want to tell you about something special that the Orange County Register is doing. As some of you may recall, I write a column in the pet pages of the Register. It's somewhat of a Dear Abby advice column where I tackle any problem associated with animals, wild or domestic. Well, let me tell you, the Register, which has always been pro-shelter pet adoption, will be putting together their third special sponsored pet adoption section. What this means is that readers can sponsor a shelter pet for $19.99, and that pet's picture will be featured in this very special section. You can say that the pet is sponsored by yourself or yourself and a loved one, or perhaps even in the memory of one of your own pets or any way you want. For more information, contact the Orange County Register at 877 877- Four six nine seven three four four extension two two zero three, and as always, I encourage you to check out the Pet Place website at petplace.org to find out all the latest Pet Place news. You can click on the contact link and say hi, or give us some suggestions for topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, or anything you'd like to talk about. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love. And a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day.